Hey everybody, welcome back to the State of Our Union. I'm Gavin. And I'm Emily. And this week we are continuing our five big tips for a successful marriage. This week is tip number four. Talk about it. Talk about it. We will get to the it very soon. But first we want to start off with our little family update. We totally forgot that last (laughs) week's episode was going to be airing on the 4th of July. So happy 4th of July. Yeah. (laughs) Those were my fireworks. Those are great fireworks. Okay, we had a lot of fun over the 4th. Um, we went down to my family's cabin. We put up some pictures and videos of us jumping yep. in off the dock into the lake this past week on our Instagram. So if you guys follow us at uh, gold, at Golden Apple on Instagram, you can check those out. But it, yeah, it was just a blast. It was a lot of fun. Yes. Unfortunately, we it was had also, to... I would say it was also a lot of work. Yeah. And fatigue. Yeah. Well, when it's just us and three kids and then my grandma and you're away from your normal home and routines, you you find out very quickly how much work three kids can be. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And like just things like I did not sleep well. Because they yeah. weren't in their normal beds. It actually, I'll admit, we forgot the pack and play completely. Oh, yeah. So Rory slept on a, a mattress on the floor where, you know, he's like four inches off the floor. So if he rolls, right. he's not going to hurt himself. But it was also just like I was waking up approximately every two to three hours and just like getting out my phone and like flashing the flashlight <laughs> around the room. Like, is everybody still here? Are right. we all still in bed? And yeah. so I did not sleep well. But... We still had a blast. We did. And, and we had to take Tucker with us, and that was a little bit problematic. But by the end, he kind of got the hang of it. But we've yeah. decided no, no more. more. <laughs> no, no more Tucker at the cabin. He's just too wild, and he doesn't really understand that when we're swimming, we're having fun. We're not drowning. We're not dying. So no. <laughs> he but gets very, very freaked out and concerned He does, for us. and he wants to check on us. And he's he. I was impressed because he did get to the point where he could jump into the lake by himself right and if we were able to go more often and if it if maybe the yard was fenced or we could somehow figure out a way for him to do more outdoor activities without running all over right. god's green acre um i would totally invest in like a doggy life jacket and i'd take him swimming a lot more because sure. he does but swim well he does swim really well but it's either he doesn't trust himself swimming well or he's really panicked that we're all dying. Mm-hmm. And his way of checking on us is to climb up on top of us <laughs> while we're swimming and basically attempt to murder us. Right. I don't think that's really what he's trying to do, but that's how it comes off. Right. And so, yeah, he, we've decided that he's going to he's gonna find a, a puppy daycare when we next go down we to go. the cabin next. Yeah. Yep. Now, that was last Wednesday. So today is actually Rory's birthday. Yeah, we're Big so excited. He is growing up so fast. Crazy it's fast. really crazy. Um, we had his birthday party this past Saturday. It was Doctor Who themed. It was so fun. We made all the decorations ourselves. Emily made <clears throat> some awesome cakes and some awesome pizzas that were I, all themed. Like I feel like awesome is a stretch. Like I, I think it's awesome because you know how amateur I am at all these <laughs> things. But I feel like professionals see this and they're like, "Really, guys? That does that's a blob." Right no, there. It's I a big think blue it's blob. awesome. <laughs> if you want to check it out for yourself, those pictures are also on our Instagram. So we would love to get some feedback <laughs> and tell Emily how awesome she is because Aww. apparently she's she I, needs some some loving i will do almost anything for my family <laughs> and if if making a blobby blue cake makes people happy i'll do it you you are awesome so you're it's you're appreciated i will say though that you're a lot of like the ideas man yeah on like how to make these things happen yeah so like rory's fez cake like you were like, let's just use a flower pot. That'll give the right shape. Yeah, and I'm like, shape. sweet, I don't have to cut anything. <laughs> so, yeah, you're yeah. you're my ideas, man. You help me out with that a lot. Well, thanks. So, yeah, right. so we're we're very excited for Rory. Uh, one funny thing, I was going to show you this this morning. Oh yeah. And so my I we use Google Photos to back up all of our family photos and. Uh, every once in a while, they'll make you like a video out of yes. your pictures. Yes. They made me a uh, They Grow Up So Fast video. Oh, I hate those videos because I'm <laughs> crying every time. Like this by the one, end, I'm always just like, no. 
okay. this one's hilarious because so Rory as a baby looks so much like Danny that they're they're the same yes. album. It doesn't Gavin, realize they're two different Gavin people. Gavin has tried several times to to create an album just for Rory. Right. But even when the two of them are in the same picture, <laughs> it's just thinks it it's just Danny. thinks it's Danny. Two like times. Danny's just there twice yeah. in the picture. She has there's some sort of weird cloning process right. happening. So maybe you can see where this is going. It made me a video. They're growing <laughs> up so fast. So it starts with Danny as a baby, yep. and it gets to about where she's like two and a half, <laughs> and then it starts over with her as a baby again. But this time it's Rory. Oh no! And then he grows up, and then it's like weird mixes of pictures of her older and him being a baby, and then like growing up side by side. Side, but it thinks they're all pictures of Danny. It thinks they're the same. So which, yeah, it's so funny. Which I yeah, I was gonna say I think that's really funny because the more that Rory's growing up, the more I see him. Yeah, he looks totally different. Not looking right. Like yes, as 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 newborns. Yeah, he came out and we both were like, oh, this is this is yeah, they got the same Danny, squishiness, right? Danny two point right? And but now, I mean, I even think like once he hit about three to six months, somewhere in there, he started changing into really you. Yeah. Like if we look at old pictures of you, we're like, and that's Rory. <laughs> right. so. yeah. yeah. So hopefully Google gets it figured out at some point. We'll see. Um, but for now, we'll just, we'll just enjoying. enjoy the humor. <laughs> so let's get into our next big tip. Talk about it. Talk about it. So the it is actually a lot of different things and we're going to kind of go through them in different broad categories. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, Great way of saying that. Um, and the reason why you need to focus on having these conversations both early in your relationship and especially after you're married. And conti- Yes, I was going to say, continuing your relationship. Right. Okay. So the first thing that you need to talk about with your significant other, and this could be early on in your relationship because I think it's going to set up whether or not you're going to be with that person long term. Right. I'd agree with that. Yeah. And that is talking about your big life goals and the decisions that you go think. With them, yeah, right? that go with it. Right. Um, so I remember when we started dating, we, we've talked about this before. We played a game called 20 Questions where... Not, would, not the normal 20 not Questions. Normal 20 this questions. is our own take on 20 <laughs> yeah. Questions. But we would go back and forth and ask each other... You know, we started with just generic. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? Right. Um, but it very quickly spiraled into these hard-hitting, hypothetical, life, uh, yeah, life decision-altering. Mm. You know, like if you say the wrong thing to this, then I don't like, know if we can like, continue. Right? Yeah. Like <laughs> if we don't have the same answer to this question, we're automatically broken up right now. Right. Yeah. Um, but the nice thing is, is we didn't have that perspective on our relationship. We right. wanted to discuss. And to talk about yes. uh, why we felt the way that we did about things. Certainly. So what are some of the early ones for you that you remember that were things that you thought were good to talk about early in our relationship that really helped us set up that this was long term? Um, the one that always sticks out to me, and I know I'm totally stealing what you're going to say, but you're the fine. one big one that always sticks out to me, and it's still to this day because we're just so... it. it it's our entire life. Right. It's how many kids we wanted to have. Yes. And it, it sticks out to me because I remember thinking, he's going to think I'm crazy for the number <laughs> that I want to put out there. Or he's going to be like, sweet. So I I think I did. I think I asked you. Mm-hmm. how many. So like long term, I assume you want to have a family. How many kids would you want to have? And... You said four, and I was like, yes. (laughs) And I also was like, yeah, that's actually, that's crazy. That's the exact number I wanted. Right. And we both had our reasons for it, and Mm -hmm. we still stick to those reasons today. Right. And it it really made me feel like, okay, like, that's a a big thing to, like, agree on. So because these days you never know. Um, a lot of people don't want kids, so they want to wait to have kids. And right. so um, talking about, you know, whether or not you're going to have children and then how many, many. That you'd like to have. I mean, I think those are two things that really, you know, that can be break, make or break for Absolutely. some couples. You know, some if one person really wants them and one person doesn't, um, that is definitely something that's going to set a tone for your relationship. I agree. Um, and personally, I would rather find that out 
early. I'd rather find that out early because I don't want to feel committed. I wouldn't have wanted to feel completely committed to you and then find out that you're like, oh, no, I hate kids. I don't want to have kids. I have like right. a million cousins and they drive me nuts. And so, you know, <laughs> I mean, you have never said that right. ever. That's me putting yeah. a hypothetical Gavin out there. But, you know, if I were to find that out and we were already, say, engaged, I would have been like, okay, now I either feel like I have to change you, I have to change right. your mind, or, like, I need to back out of this. And how do I back out of this right. gracefully? Yeah, because there are certain things about your life that you have thought about or that you've planned out that are important to you and you think yeah. that are going to be a part of your life. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously there are some situations where something bad happens and maybe you wouldn't be able to have kids and you had always thought that you're going to, but, right. um, you know, as far as thinking about it from, you know, right. you've, you've said often, you always thought that you were going to be a mom always. And from, uh, you know, from my adolescence or my teenage years, I always thought that I was going to be a dad. So we both had that idea in our heads, like, right. yes, we are going to have children one way or the other. Yep. And so... Yeah, I think that, like I said, it it can be very make or break for people. Absolutely. Another thing that I thought about when we were talking about, like, our future goals and things Mm -hmm. was the style of house that we wanted to live in. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) This was something that we didn't agree on at first. We didn't agree on at this at first. And it's one of those things that, I don't know if you've worn me down (laughs) or I've seen the light or if I've just sort of given in and been like, whatever right. you know like yeah. but it was an interesting discussion yeah so when we started dating we and we were talking about you know long term where do you want to live is one mm-hmm. important thing yeah and which then, we again it was one of those things where luckily we both agreed yeah so so you know finding the right location and then finding the right home in that location um you know you grew up in a ranch style house i did i grew up in a two story house and when we were, began we both liked the way that those worked when I mean, we both right. agreed on a house, right? We didn't, we didn't want an apartment. We, we didn't, didn't want, want condo. Right. We no. wanted a house. We, we, we wanted our own space with our own yard, right. things that we had to take care of ourselves. Yeah. But the style was a little bit different. Right. And, and, and I think it's good to point out it was because of where we were raised. Right. Me being raised in sort of a ranch style home. That's what I envisioned. Right. And that's what I understood. And, I understood how a ranch style could feel like uh, a good divided space, Mm -hmm. whereas you growing up with right, I grew up in a two-story house, so the bedrooms are all upstairs, and then living areas are downstairs. I mean, that's that's what you were comfortable with. That's what you always envisioned. So I don't think it was anything like I don't think one style is actually better than the other. No, I think it's just what you're comfortable with. Right. So, anyways, so. Yeah, I, I, and I think, you know, discussing the pros and cons and what mm-hmm. we felt about each, um, and, you know, and I saw some benefits to a ranch, yeah. and then you saw some benefits to a two-story yeah. house, and in the end, we kind of said, okay, well, what's going to be best for raising a family? What's going to be best for when the kids grow up and, yep. you know, and when they have friends over or whatever? Yeah. And so, yeah, we just found some common ground and said, okay, well, this is the style that we think would fit our life the best right absolutely yeah i would also say one thing that we did and i don't think we meant to do this but one way that we were able to have a good discussion of this is that um when we our first year living together as husband and wife Mm -hmm. i mean first year living together but i mean i also want to say that we were married at this time um was we lived in more of a ranch style it was one main floor and so we were able to have that experience together. What did we like about living on that one floor mm-hmm. um, and what wasn't so great about it? And then when we bought our current house, we ended up with a large two-story home. Mm-hmm. And we've been able, again, to discuss, okay, what do we really like about this? What, right. what don't we like about it? How would we adjust? Right. If we we're going to move, so what would we want to do for the next house? Right. Exactly. And that's the, the other thing about this. You, you're always building more knowledge and you're always... Um, you know, you want to continue to have these discussions, continue talking about it because things may change or you're at least going to learn more. And so right for the next time, right. It's important to know, right. um, any other big life decisions or goals that you, 
we kind of brushed on a couple but yeah yeah um like like where you want to live or yeah yeah i mean we and these are things that still evolve Mm -hmm. um we know generally where we want to live but we don't know where in that city we want to live yeah um we know generally where we want our careers to go but how we're going to get there specifically and we're constantly talking about that i mean we have we have lists upstairs in our bedroom that are like, in five years, this is where we want to be. Right. And I have a feeling that it probably in six months or so, we're going to reassess those lists yep. and decide how close are we to these? Do we need to back these off? Do we need to make something more important? And Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So constant communication, um, update your spouse because they're the person that's going to help you get where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And they're the person that you want to be with at that end result. Absolutely. um, It's very important. We even talk about the big life goals of like when we're 80. Right. Which porch do we want to be sitting on? And, and, you know, are we going to be in two rocking chairs or a porch swing? I mean, mean, that's silly, but still Mm -hmm. we, it also helps us to, to re solidify in our own relationship and our marriage that this is forever. Right. This isn't just for the next 18 years until we can start kicking the kids out of the house and then give up. That's (laughs) not, it's not our goal. Our goal is that we're 95 holding hands in the nursing home. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So should we move on to our second category? Yes. Second big category that we talk about. So the next thing that you need to talk about with your spouse is the finances. Absolutely. It's the dreaded, the scary thing. Um, and I, I think there's a few ways that relation or that couples, handle finances you know sometimes one person takes care of everything Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes it's a joint effort or it's split you know i'll take care of bill x y and z Mm -hmm. and you take care of Mm -hmm. rest and um so yeah i mean what do you see when you as far as the way that we discuss Mm -hmm. finances i think a lot of our financial discussions are on budgets Mm -hmm. and what is it we find important and what is it we find to be necessities and what are the things that we're, we together decide aren't as important. And if right. we have things that differ in those areas, you know, um, let's say I thought cable TV was really important and you're saying, no, it's not. Right. Well, then we need to have a discussion. Why is cable TV so important to me? Why is it not to you? Right. You know, and that's, that's a, that's just an example. It's yeah. not actually a, a big discussion we've had. Um, but I think, I think it's also really good to discuss with each other who is stronger with the finances. Mm -hmm. And once you establish who seems to have a better grasp of how money works, you can't end your discussion there. Right. If if you do have one person who controls the finances and in a sense, I I always say controls loosely, not like you're giving the other person an allowance every week, but like... You know, Who's there's one person the who really or, has a good grasp right. of, you know, this is how much we take in every month. This is how much has to go out. Mm-hmm. You know, that person has to keep telling the other person, hey, just so you know, we're spending this much money on electricity this month. Hey, I'm paying the water bill and it was this right. much. Gas bill came out to this. Yeah. Whatever. And the reason that is, is because you don't want to feel like one person has power over the other person, especially in finances. Yeah. I've seen situations like that and one person feels very helpless sure. and the other person has all the power. Yeah. So it has to be a constant communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we, we kind of do the bill splitting thing. Yeah. And I think what also helped me because I'm also not very confident with finances. I understand how to keep myself in the black. Um, not saying I've never gone into the red before, but I know how to keep myself in the black. Right. It's just making the right decisions. But having you, having you kind of give me that confidence that no, we, we can live without this and I need you to, mm-hmm. you know, back off there or, Hey, if we want to do that, then we're not going to do this. You know, that really helps me stay yeah. level. But what also helped me was that in early stages of our marriage, we had to talk about our finances. I had to get a, a grasp of, um, what bills had to be paid every month because you weren't here. Right. That's true. And that really helped me to understand, oh, wow, like we have, I'm going to just say, t- we have 10 bills every month that have to be paid. I, right. I don't know how many exactly. <laughs> I haven't 
sure. we haven't counted it through in a while, but like, let's say we have 10 bills every month and they all have, you know, and, and it's over five different due dates. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a really good way for me to learn. Okay. These 10 bills paid over these five days with this much money coming in. All right. Now I understand how this is going to balance. And then when you came back and like I said, you are stronger in our financial world. I was able then to talk with you and be like, this is how I was doing things. Was this right? Are we we still doing okay? And it's made us a lot stronger. So I would even say if there is one person who's stronger, show the other person everything you're doing. Yeah. Or let them give it a try. Yes. Give Um, it to them for a month. Yeah. Which there's a really funny, everybody loves Raymond episode. (laughs) Like 20 years old now. Like 20 years old now where they do, they kind of switch financial roles. And by yeah. the end of the month, like the electricity shut off, and, like, <laughs> there's like no running water because bills didn't get paid. Right. And, but we've never had that happen. No. <laughs> yeah. So finances obviously are a huge part of your relationship. Um, when you're married, a lot of times you have a joint bank account and yep. we do. Um, we also have separate bank accounts, yep. but all of our bills get paid out of wherever there's money generally. Right. So we share everything. Right. We separate actually to kind of to give ourselves a little leeway because we're always focused on one account and then, Oh, surprise. Don't forget. We have X number of dollars right. in this account. So <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, we're the kind of people who live off of a budget. It's very important for us to, um, to watch where our money goes uh, each month and make sure that the bills get paid on time. And so we do, we've had to talk about, you know, what kinds of things do we value um, spending money on? What is it important for us each month to say, yes, it is okay for X number of dollars to go to, to go to the cell phone bill or to go to um, the cable bill or, you know, how much are we comfortable spending on eating out? I know that's a a huge issue for a lot of people is, um, you know, they eat out a lot versus, you know, cooking at home. Um, And there are lots of easy ways to, to spend money and to use your money more effectively. But if you don't come to a common understanding about what's important to you or what you right. want your money to do for you, right. then you may have a very hard time. Absolutely. Okay. No. Yeah. And maybe we'll, we'll dive into a little more of our financial um, perspective in future podcasts and kind of lay out what we do. Because I think we, you know, we're in education, so obviously those aren't yeah. glamorous not you glamorous know, money, jobs. huge money amounts of money coming into our house each no. month. You know, we we have to be conscious about the way our money works. And, yes. Um, so maybe we'll help. You know, maybe if there are other people who need a few tips on finances, we can, we get can there do eventually. some, some yeah. podcasts to kind of show sure. what we do because where I think we do where a, a we pretty cut, good job. Where we, yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. As my parents have told me, you know, my kids get fed every month, so right, you just, just once, once a, month. a month. Yep. <laughs> no, that's, yeah. But yeah, so all right. Now the next big category. That I'm really you need nervous to talk about, about this one. <laughs> um, and just a, a quick explicit warning: if anybody does not want to hear it about, will be explicit. It, it'll be PG-13 at Content, at yeah, worst. At worst. Um, but we are going to be talking about sex <gasps> for the next you few minutes. It. Oh you my said gosh! It. <laughs> but so, if you don't want to hear about our thoughts on sex, please skip ahead a few minutes and join us for our talk about all the rest of the things that we need to talk everything about. Else. Everything else here in just a bit. But a very important aspect of a relationship is your sex life. Your physical relationship. Right. Yeah. Even if you are not the touchy-feely kinds of people, like if if you've read your love languages and you're not a, a, a touch kind of person. Right. We both just happen to be. Right. But if you're not, your sex life is still going to play an important role right. in your relationship. Absolutely. Um, for us, it's the... You know, it's a very important act of love and a way of showing love to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why they call it making love, right? Sure. Yep. <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to make you as squirmy. You and are doing a really good job. As like, 
Like, I'm, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, I don't know what to say. I don't want to. I'm just going to let him go for a little <laughs> while because I don't want to interject. I will eventually. Yeah. Um, but if you're not ready to talk about, you know, what what's okay with you or what you need out of your sex life, then you're going to have a hard time uh, making the most out of those moments, right. I think. Right. Um, do you want me to keep going or? Well, I would also say, I think, I think this is something where in a relationship, a heterosexual relationship like ours, mm-hmm. you have to realize that the other person has not experienced sex in your perspective. Right. So if you don't communicate what you're feeling if something feels good or bad, mm-hmm. um, the the emotional attachment to something that's happening. Right. If you're not explaining that to the other person, especially when you're uncomfortable, they're not going to know. Right. And they're not going to know not to do what is uncomfortable. Exactly. On the same, and it goes to the positive too. If something was like awesome, but you don't tell them like. And again, you might assume that the person is like, well, I grimaced when you did that or <laughs> I smiled when you did that. So, right. oh, they'll just figure it out. They might not because they're doing their own thing in their own moment. At some point, you're going to have to say, hey, this was really good. When you did this thing, don't ever do that again. <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. it's going to take a conversation. And those conversations at first are like. They feel they very feel awkward. Weird. Yes, right. because it. It is a situation where it seems like something that should just be so natural. Right. That should just be, oh, we just, we fit together perfectly and everything. We just write each other's minds and that's not how it works. It it takes trial and error and it Mm -hmm. takes conversations of this was good, this wasn't good. Uh, and what's good one time won't necessarily be good every time. Right. This was comfortable. This was not comfortable. In talking through that, mm-hmm. the, like I said, first time it's gonna be super uncomfortable yeah. to talk about those things because also you're gonna be worried about your about insulting the other person, yeah. or upsetting them. But the more you have those conversations, the easier a the easier it is to talk about it. Yes, definitely. And b, the better it all gets. Exactly. Yeah. Everything think... gets better if you talk about it. <laughs> it's true. I think your point. Um, about it being hard at first is so true because we've been geared <laughs> we've been geared from a young age to you know to feel sex is taboo yeah it's taboo you don't talk about it it's personal it's you know it, it just it exists but you don't discuss it right like, there guys will talk about it in just yeah locker or... room talk but if you've ever like actually heard locker room talk it's very it's vague, vague and it's, and it's just, so unrealistic. It is. It's not specific. It doesn't have any real you emotion, know, emotion or to meaning. it. Yeah, it's it's just garbage. Right. It's, right. it's, it's just I'm a, a man. Yeah, just to prove because your manliness. Because for some reason that's what proves your manliness. Right. But what we're talking about is having an intimate conversation about, you know. The emotions exactly. behind the physical reactions. Yeah, and, yeah. and so... You have to, you know, what's, if this is the most personal thing about yourself, you know, is, you know, having sex, then who is the one person in the whole wide world that you should be able to talk about it with? Absolutely. It should be the person that you're having sex with, right? I'd hope so. (laughs) I would so hope so. Right. Yes. So, um, yeah, I would very much encourage people if you are not having good sex or you think that you could be doing better or maybe you think that your partner is faking you know because that what? is well because that no, is a problem that right that can be for some yes you know, absolutely if they're if they're trying to just get through it because right. they want to make sure that you feel good about it right then that's not the goal the right. goal is for both of you to have an experience where you are intimate with one another completely open to one another and having just a wonderful time with one another. Right. Feels so weird to talk about it like that with 
other people. Yeah. To put this on a public forum is very weird. Yes. But when we have personal conversations about our own sex life. It's become so simple for us. It has because we are both looking out for the other person. Absolutely. And, and I that's think that's what's also, most important. Right. And I think that's also something that we have laid out in our, our conversations mm-hmm. about sex is that we are almost constantly about the other person. Right. Like, yes, I will say, Hey, when, when we did this thing, this, it wasn't good for me, whatever. Yeah. But then I'll be like, was it good for you? Like my, I think I always come back to, did you do that for a reason? Like, is that something that you liked? And do we need to just figure out how to do it better? (laughs) You know, because it, it, for me, sex is always more about, are you getting what you need? Right. Are you feeling what you want to feel? Yeah. And you're the same way with me. So it is, it's, it's the conversations are not about you. Yeah. It's about the us. Exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I like that. I think that's a good place to end it. Yep. And and cut. (laughs) And scene. All right. (laughs) If you have been skipping ahead, you are now at a safe point to rejoin our conversation. conversation. (laughs) Um, We are moving away from the sex talk and getting into what Emily has dubbed the miscellaneous Miscellaneous. category. Now, the original tip was called talk about everything. Right. We've changed it to talk talk about about it. it. Right. Because it could be fill in the blank. Right. Right. Um, And so this kind of miscellaneous everything else kind of category um, we're going to kind of give some fun examples and hopefully they're things that will make you think about things that maybe you want to talk about in your own relationship. Right. I just want to reassure everyone that this is where we're going to talk about laundry and dishes. Exactly. Because I feel like every <laughs> tip needs to have something about laundry and dishes. Exactly. Because that's all our life is about, really. I mean, apparently, Laundry yeah. and dishes. <laughs> and that was- Mitchell has a problem with it. I was going to say, that was exactly for (laughs) Mitchie Poo there. Oh, man. All right. So one of the fun... One day Mitchell's going to produce our podcast. (laughs) He's going to be here all the time. And he could just laugh in the background. Right. I like it. He'll He'll be our Jack. Yeah. All right. Okay, perfect. All right. So one of the fun examples um, that I want to talk about is macaroni and cheese. Yes. You wouldn't think that macaroni and cheese is one of the things that you need to talk about in your relationship. But it was a conversation for us. <laughs> it sure was. And uh, to this day, it kind of is because it wraps into a couple of other A couple of other of conversations other that we've had to talk about. Yes, right. absolutely. So um, I have always been a person who has the blues, right? I like yes. Kraft macaroni and cheese. I love the shapes because they do taste different. They do taste differently, yes. And people I, will say they don't, but they do. They do. Oh, those people are so. It's like they put a different cheese. Yeah, in something the is shape. different. It's something's different. Um, but yeah, I like Kraft macaroni and cheese. Emily, not so much. I don't mind Kraft. Yeah. I will eat it. Yeah. I will eat it. I have nothing against Kraft, except that it's not Velveeta shells and cheese. <laughs> and and to 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 point out how much I like Velveeta shells and cheese. Over craft, mm-hmm. I the year after I graduated college, I lived in my own studio apartment. I basically lived off potatoes right. because they were cheap and I could get a lot of energy out of them. And I was doing my student teaching and uh, working at a couple places in the city there. And uh, when I had extra money in my budget, right, I would splurge. <laughs> And buy a box or two of Velveeta shells and cheese. And I could eat a whole box in one sitting. I love Velveeta shells (laughs) and cheese when it comes to mac and cheese choices. Right. Yeah. So when we got married or when we started eating together regularly, um, it became a, you know, what do we get? Which one do we get? Oh, my gosh. And uh, I think... Well, you gave in to me at first. I did. Because Velveeta shells and cheese tend to be a little pricier they than They are craft. pricey. They are pricey. I don't know if it's the shape, like if shells just takes up more noodle, or if Could because be. your cheese is being squeezed out of a pouch rather than a powder. Maybe, yeah. Who knows? I bet it's the cheese thing. I'm sure it is. But, yeah, so um, finances began to play a role in our mac and cheese choices. Right. And, and actually now... <laughs> 
We don't even buy either of those. Right. So I was looking the other day. We went to the store and grabbed uh, and grabbed groceries. And I was looking, and they were selling a five pack of Kraft mac and cheese for four dollars and fifty cents. Not a bad deal. Not a bad you deal. Think that's less than a dollar a box. Right. Until you go down the aisle that has all the mac and cheeses, and you find that the store brand has a five pack for a dollar nineteen. Now that is a five pack for the cost of one box of Kraft mac and cheese. Now, yes, I will admit that the store brand mac and cheese is not going to taste the same as Kraft. Nowhere near as good. That's fine. But I'm willing to save three dollars and thirty five cents. Absolutely. To eat crappy mac and cheese. Right. Every day of the week because we need. Every day of the week. <laughs> we don't eat mac and cheese no, that often. But I will make that choice every day right. of the week because oh, gotcha, gotcha. I would rather save the $3.35 and put it towards something else because Absolutely. we have discussed how our finances work right. and we've how every d- dollar is very important. Absolutely. We've also discussed those life goals and some right. of those life goals require money and $3.35. Okay. Maybe one time you're like, well, what is that going to do? What's how's right. that going to help you? Eventually down the road, we're going, hey, we saved three dollars and thirty five cents a hundred times, two hundred times, three hundred times. Right. Look at this pot of gold we have. Exactly. So, you know, like I said, it's a silly example, but it does it. It speaks to right. You know. Things that and we did we did have to discuss it. It wasn't just like right. oh well, I'm buying groceries this week, so I'm gonna pick what I want. It was a discussion <laughs> for us. Exactly. And you know why I love shells and cheese, and I know why you love craft, and, and we, we both compromised know. to getting jump. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's another fun one? Oh, another fun one. I'm not a fun person, so this is hard for me. We have had discussions about skydiving. Yeah. Yes, that's actually kind of a fun miscellaneous discussion. It is. And it keeps coming up. It is. It's it's not one that I think is like life altering or it's like one of those things. It could be life altering. Well, if it goes if you, horribly yeah. wrong, it can be very life altering. <laughs> sure, sure. But it's not like, oh man, if she says that she doesn't want to go skydiving, then right. this relationship will not work. Well, then this relationship would have been over a long time ago. Right. <laughs> Instead, what's happened is that I, it was probably one of our 20 questions. Like was, what's, yeah. what's the craziest thing you think you would ever do or something right. like that. And you said skydiving. And I was just like, no, right. I will not jump out of a plane unless it's to save my life. <laughs> I will not jump out of a plane to just parachute to the ground. Right. That just seems yeah. silly. And it, it has now spiraled into this discussion of, you know, the safety and the, why would you know? Why yeah. would you do this? What kind of fun would come out of it? To where I'm like, well, maybe, maybe you could convince me eventually, right, to do this. Yeah, when the kids aren't so young, maybe. Right, when my kids could actually dress and feed and almost take care of themselves, I might do it. Because yeah. then, if it does become a completely life-altering thing where something <laughs> went horribly wrong, right, they're at least a little more taken care of. Yes. That's been a fun conversation. Yeah, it has. And it has grown the mm-hmm. the longer we've been together and yep. the more times we've talked about it. And it oftentimes goes into other conversations. And like, like the last time it came up was sort of this conversation of fun vacations, things we'd want to do with the kids one day. Right. So. Not that we'd want them all to jump out of an airplane. No, I actually <laughs> never want any of them to jump out of an airplane. Oh, I'm sure one of them I'm will sure be one a of them daredevil. Will. Oh my gosh. They already are. <laughs> it's true. Oh, man. Um, All right. Okay. We've had conversations about the dishes, about what order things should be washed in. That's true. If you haven't gotten enough of our dishes talk. Right. And the logic (laughs) behind it. Because I was, I kind of was raised in this school of thought of like. Everything gets washed. Everything just gets washed. You just, you stick it into the soapy water and it can all go in together if you don't have too many and you just wash it. Right. And I'm sure a lot of Not everything gets put, just put away. If you've listened to our previous (laughs) guests. But, and I'm sure people out there are like, I'm sure there are people out there listening to this and they're like, yes. Like, how else do you just wash dishes? Right. However, at one point you. I explained to you the way that I was raised. Stopped me. Yeah. And you were like, there, there is actually sort of an order in which we should wash these dishes because of how you use them. Right. So I'm going to let you explain that. So the way that I was raised is that my family did not have a dishwasher until maybe I was in high school, I believe maybe middle school. And so 
uh, my sisters and I would wash the dishes as like a chore just around the house, right? That was just something that we did. Um, and we got very accustomed to a certain way of doing it. <clears throat> and I think it kind of came from uh, some direction from my parent, but I think my parents, but I think it also made uh, a lot of sense. And that's the why, the reason that I continued to wash dishes until Emily and I got married in that way. That's a weird way to say that. I continued to wash dishes in that way until we got married. Um, and then, then how I, did you change? Oh, then no, you let then me do all the washing. Yeah. Because <laughs> when I was growing up, I liked to wash. Because that was one job. Mm. Drying and putting away, that was two jobs it's that one person is, had to do. It still is two jobs that you have to I do. Know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I liked to wash growing up. Yes. When we got married, you liked to wash. So I, I let wash. you wash. I prefer to wash. Exactly. I hate drying. Yeah. If but, I'm doing the dishes by myself, I will do a sink full and then leave them in the other sink to air dry. <laughs> and then when they're done air drying, I'll put them away and then I'll do the next sink right. full. Like it will take me hours to right. do dishes because I'm just not going to dry them. But as soon as I saw you starting to wash dishes, I was like, uh, what are you doing? Yeah, it, and it did. It did kind of happen that way. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? What is wrong? What is wrong? <laughs> um, now, the way that I wash dishes, and I think it's a very logical way, and I think you've come to agree, yep. is that the first thing that you wash when your water is fresh and soapy and piping hot and very hot is you wash everything that your mouth is going to touch. So, so you immediately wash cups, mugs, cups, and silverware, silverware and bowls and bowls. Those are the first things you do. You, you do Absolutely. all the cups first, you put all the bowls in, you throw all the silverware in and you do that stuff next. Absolutely. Um, and it's because it's going straight into your mouth. Right. Right. It's not it has like direct contact with food to mouth or your mouth directly Right. It, and, and you don't want whatever bacteria that could accumulate in that water to be on your fork so that exactly. the next time you lick your fork, you're also licking. Yeah. If I'm going to, if I'm going to wash my greasy, um, like hamburger, uh, pan. frying pan yep. at the same time, I'm going to wash my cups. It's not guaranteed that that cup is going to get totally clean. Gotcha. Right. At least yep. in my mm -hmm. mind. Yes. And so I am very much like, let's do all the cups and get those all clean and put away. And then we'll move on to the messier stuff. You know, we'll right. get the bowls. Now, generally right. bowls are for cereal. So all they have in them is milk, but you but bring you them bring to your milk. mouth. Yes. Up to your mouth. And so we're going to wash that and we're going to make sure we do the rim really nice. And then we're going to put those away and then we're going to go on to the plates. Just, I just want to clarify because you're making yourself sound like, like you a were, crazy person. Yeah, like you or and like you were like really angry the first time. So you were like showing me be like <laughs> you weren't. You were no. just like, hey, I do it in this order because these things my mouth actually comes in contact right. with and I want them to be the cleanest. Yeah. Now, I'm not licking a plate. Usually. Usually. So I don't. We do have children. <laughs> so if the water. that choice every right, now and yeah. then. So the water has now gone Cooled. through cups and it's gone through bowls. So generally those two things are not overly dirty. Right. Now maybe the bowls had some mac and cheese or something in them. So there's some dirt in the water. But the plates are much worse, right? I don't want to watch, wash all my plates first. They might have syrup or might have grease or might have sauce and then wash my cups. Right. I do sound like a crazy person, so maybe I should stop talking. It's all very logical. And again, yeah. when you explained it to me, when we had this conversation, I kind of went, huh, never thought about dishes this way. Great idea. I like this. I'm going to do it now. Right. And it wasn't like you dictated to me either. It wasn't like, you will never wash the dishes again. <laughs> if you, I mean, had you said that, I would have been like, done. <laughs> you do it. I'm going to go sit on the couch and watch a TV show. Right. It was, it was a conversation, and you laid it out in such a way that I kind of went, huh, wow, great. Yeah. I, I like this system. We'll yeah. do it. And I'm sure that everyone has their own method to their own madness and it totally. applies to everything. But I you have think to talk about it. you have to talk about it. And if you don't talk about things up front and early, then you're setting yourself up for very damaging conversations down the line. And by conversations, you mean arguments, fights, Things where you're going to end up saying things that you totally don't mean right. or you never meant to say mm -hmm. and that you will regret. Exactly. Talking about issues early on or not even issues, just differences. Right. It's going to help you to clarify things. It's going to help you to yes. avoid those fights in the, in the future. And it's really going to save you a lot 
of heartache and headache. Absolutely. And I would say it's also one of those things where the more you are able to have conversations, just and I'm just going to say conversations in general about mm-hmm. anything, little things, big things, but the more that you, you bring them up and you really approach disagreements or um, differences, as yeah. you, you've said, as conversations the easier it is to have them yeah now i'm not saying you'll never fight oh no we still fight yeah we fought yesterday about we the air had a nice big blow up yesterday we did it was fine <laughs> it's fine it's probably our worst fight in like a year and it was over something was really stupid was it really our worst i think i didn't so. leave the house no but well okay <laughs> <laughs> But we've had all of these other conversations that are much more serious that we've been able to talk through, work through that allowed us, allow us now to look back at yesterday and be like, that was stupid. Right. Ha ha. Moving on. Exactly. Yeah. So um, don't come into the into the conversations thinking that your way is the right way and that that and that you're trying to make that the way Uh, we talked about this a little bit. Um, with the men are stupid and the women are crazy stuff. Right. You know, it's very much a give and take. Relationships yes. are about learning and about supporting the other person. And um, I think it's very important to try to talk about things early and to try and learn what the best way is for the two of you. Not right. the best way for yourself, not the best way for them, but what works best for you as for a both. unit because you are a team. And it's very important for you to be on the same page, especially when you start having kids, if you decide to, because holy buckets, they they are going to throw so many wrenches in everything. And they sense when you're not on the same side. Oh, yeah. So it is everything. It is everything. Talk about everything from the cereal that you buy to the car that you want to buy. Um to to your just, favorite movies yeah. to, to sex to, yeah, to where you want to end up in 60 70 90 years you know if you want to be dead by I, then I had talk better about be it. dead okay <laughs> right so if i'm not dead in 90 years you got to pull the plug okay <laughs> okay i'm glad you understand yes Talk about your your final plans or what you want. Sure. Um, you know. Strange thing that we talked about after we got married. Honey, if you were to die tomorrow, what would you want me to bury you in? Right. What clothes do you want what to be buried in? What clothes do you want to be buried <laughs> yeah, in? Yeah, that was a real conversation that we had. And, um, so, and like I said, some of these conversations, or like you've said, some of these conversations come from really just like strange left field things we have but i i think i know generally what you want to be buried in yeah and i I think think, i could make you look respectable at your funeral yeah i think the most fun that we have is when we're driving you know on a long trip or whatever and Mm -hmm. we're just talking about the most ridiculous whatever comes into our minds yeah because it does sometimes they morph into real things that we've needed to talk about and sometimes it just gets crazy and fun and um regardless we're building we're our relationship. We're learning about, about each, other, each other. And we're having fun doing it. And I think that's very important. You know what these conversations are? What? Ropes. They're ropes. Oh, my gosh. What? <laughs> if you haven't checked out uh, our previous three tips, men are crazy. Oh, sorry. Women are crazy. Men, men are, are also crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but men are stupid. Uh, and find your ropes. Absolutely. Um, make sure you check those out. This is tip number four from our five big tips for a successful marriage. We hope that you're enjoying them. Please give us any feedback that you would like by sending us an email at the.goldenapple at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and talk um, there on our, any of our posts. Um, you can do that by searching the State of Our Union on Facebook or I think it's, it's facebook.com slash goldenapple. And of course... All of the pictures from the birthday party, from the cabin, and just all of our crazy life are on our Instagram page, and that is at Golden Apple on Instagram. And of course, as always, if you haven't heard me say it before, <laughs> that's Golden Apple, G U L D E N A P P L 
Yes. Next week, we will be wrapping up our five big tips. It's kind of sad. Um, we're getting to number five next week, and that is love is a choice. Um, it's a very important tip. Um, you may have heard it before, but I think our perspective is... Um, a little unique, a little very different. Unique, yeah. And so hopefully you'll tune in next week to hear about it. We're very excited to be to be hitting this milestone. Um, it's been a month. It's been a month been. of big tips. It has, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, I'm sure down the line we will have more big tips for other topics. Definitely. Um, and of course the podcast will be continuing afterward we already have a few shows pre-recorded that we're excited to to share with you guys um we had some guests stop by and record an episode with us um i have some other things in the pipe that i i want to get down on yeah down on our podcast so we also have a few different um video pieces that we're going to be putting together for you guys oh my gosh so hopefully you can check those out on our facebook page those will be coming soon i'm a little it's, nervous it's gonna be great um and you know maybe we'll do another live show in a little while who knows eventually um, after we've really recovered from that first one <laughs> so hopefully you guys are enjoying the podcast like i said we'd love to hear your feedback um give us a review on itunes and you know and subscribe of course All right, well, that's the state of our union. What's the state of yours? We'll see you guys next time.